0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July 19th, 2021, and I'm teaching a brand new series. I just spent the last few months teaching a series from the parable of the sower, and I trust that you were blessed, and I trust that you enjoyed it, and I know that I did. I really enjoyed teaching it. I trust that you you enjoyed receiving it, meditating on it, applying it to your life. There was so much in the parable of the sower. It's the mother of all parables. As I was praying about what to share next, And as you know, I already told you, I'm going to write another book this year. So a lot of this material, you know, I go through, uh, this is where I can really refine and take my time and and drive home points and that kind of thing. And so um, this series, what I'm about to teach right now, it will eventually wind up in the book, Greater is Coming. Um, So uh, I'm going to teach a series over the next few months entitled uh, Destiny's Child. You are not a mistake. Destiny's Child. You are not a mistake. I want you to know that you're not a mistake, that, that God planned for your arrival on this planet. So I'm ready to release this word. I, I'm ready to get into this. So look at me, you are not a mistake. All right. So that said, as I was, uh, I'm going to do something a little bit different today, because normally I I give you a scripture and then I dive into it and we break it down. Uh, But I really want to kind of lay out some of the concepts that we're going to cover in this series. And so uh, I don't know if you knew that, right? I mean, like, I know people say that, Oh, you know, you're not a mistake. Say, I'm not a mistake. I'm not a mistake. And so you think about the fact that God already planned for your arrival. But in this series, we're going to take our time. We're going to look at scripture that supports that. We're going to look at examples. I like to teach by by precept and example. So I'm going to give you principles and precepts from the word that will show you that you're not a mistake, that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. And then we're going to look at some examples of what that looks like. So, oh, wow, what does that really mean? Okay, well, it means this, that when you discover who you are, like, for example, I won't get into it this morning because obviously I'm just laying the foundation, but you know that there's something on the inside of you that's calling you into your destiny. And, and, and it's like, it's almost like you can't put your finger on it. But, but when Moses was, i would use Moses as an example, this is not in the written part. I'm just sharing this with you guys because you watched the video. All right. So Moses, as an example, Moses is released by his mother. I don't have time to get into all that. As far as what happened, you know, Pharaoh put out this decree for, for every uh, male child uh, in Israel to be killed or, or, you know, murdered. And Moses basically was born with a death decree over his life. And, And I like to say that the greater the assignment, the greater the attack. And so you have a great assignment, you're going to have a great attack from the enemy. But anyway, Moses's mother, when he could no longer be hid, he got too big to be hid. She released him into the water and then God saw it to it that the enemy financed the ministry, and and the same pharaoh that wanted Moses killed wound up paying for his education, and so Moses grew up in Pharaoh's house. But this is my point: a whole, the whole thing about destiny is that uh, Moses grew up in Pharaoh's house, and he walked like an Egyptian, right? He talked like an Egyptian. You remember that whole thing, and so so he looked like an Egyptian on the outside, but there was something on the inside. Whenever he looked at the Israelites and and saw that they were slaves and saw that they were being mistreated, there was. Something Something on the inside. He could have had all that Egyptian makeup on, all the Egyptian garb on on the outside, but there's something on the inside. I'm saying that you were born for such a time as this. That you are a child of destiny. There's something on the inside of you that just calls you into your future. It's like your destiny is pulling you. Your destiny is calling you, and so so you walk into it as you discover it. So uh, I'm already getting excited. But look, I, I wanted to share with you just a few thoughts of some of the things that we're going to cover in this series. So you could think about what we're going to talk about. You're right. And so, so here's some of the things that we will cover in this series. And I'm going to say these slowly. I want you to consider them prayerfully and carefully. So here's just some nuggets that, that of course, I'm going to unpack and, and unfold and we're going to study. But the first one is that God made plans for you before the world began. And he thought of you by name, and he planned for you by name. I mean, so think about that. Before your mama and your daddy named you, God already knew what your name was going to be. And he thought about you by name. And he planned for you by name. And this happened not just be, before your mother met your father, but this happened before the world began. Before God said, "Let there be light," there was all already a plan for Rick Pena. My God, that's amazing! And so we're going to talk about that in this series. There's something that happens when you know that there's a greater plan. When there's something that happens when you know that there's a greater purpose for you. See, God prepared. Here's the next one. God prepared everything you would ever need to accomplish what He sent you to this planet to do. God knew that you were coming and he planned for your arrival. And so not only did God make plans for you from the foundations of the world, but then he prepared for your arrival. It's like, you you know, we do this as humans. Like right now, I'm sure that there's plenty of people that you know that are about to have a baby. And so what do we do? We have a baby shower, right? And so in a lot of cases, uh, why, why are we buying gifts? We're buying gifts for the baby. Why? Because the baby's coming. And so not only that, there's some people that already get in the room ready. There's some people that are already painting the room. There, There's some people that go all out and already have gifts all in the room before the baby's born. Why? Because you're preparing for the baby's arrival. I'm saying that God is, you can't out-prepare God. God prepared for your arrival. God knew that you were coming and he prepared for your arrival and then he sent you to this planet for such a time as this. And then he prepared everything you would you would ever need to become the man, the woman that God called you to be. He would; It would be unrighteous of God as a father to expect you to do something that he didn't already prepare for you to do. So whatever he expects you to do, he equips you to do. Whatever he equips you to do, he expects you to do. Man, we're going to cover that in this series. It's going to be good. Here's another one. While God's plans for you were preset You were born ignorant of those plans. I was born ignorant of those plans. So once you're born, you're born ignorant of those plans, but then you get born again, right? And once you're born again, the Holy Spirit can reveal to you what was prepared for you but concealed from you. Let me say that again. Once you're born again, the Holy Spirit then begins to reveal to you what God already prepared for you, but what, what, It was concealed from you, and now you have a revelation of it. And so you get a revelation. You get a revelation of who God calls you to be. You get a revelation of what God destined you to do. You get a revelation or a glimpse of your future, and once you can see it like, and you believe it, once you get it down in your heart and you believe it, once you get that glimpse and you're like, oh my God, and that's the only thing you can think about, and you get up and you're like, oh man, and you think about it. You meditate on it. You're you're pondering it. You're considering it. You go in your prayer closet and you dream about it you start you say oh, come on holy ghost show me my future and you start think yeah, you start seeing yourself doing things you've never done before and you get excited about it as i'm saying this is destiny and your destiny is pulling you into your future and you get up every this is why when when you are a person of destiny nobody has to motivate you when you're when you're a man or woman of destiny you don't need external motivation you got internal motivation your your destiny is pulling you you know what i'm saying nobody pays me to do today's work Matter of fact, we don't even get, Isabella and I, we don't get paid for ministry. Why do we do what we do? Because we're called to do it. Because there's a, there's a, the hand of God is on it. You know, I get up every morning. I want to do this thing. Why? Because I'm called to do it. This is part of my destiny. So I have to do it. It's, it's when you get so convinced of what it is that God has called you to do, the way I like to say it is you can't not do it. I, mean, I know that's not good English, but you can't not do it. It's one of those like, once you know, and the clearer the revelation is, watch this, this is all the stuff I'm covering in this series, but the clearer the revelation is, the stronger the pull. The clearer the revelation, the stronger the pull. The more I can see it, the more I'm pulled by it, and I'm being pulled into my future. I'm being pulled. At, why? Because I'm a child of destiny. You are are Destiny's Child. I'm just laying the foundation today. All right, so watch this. Here's another one. You have a pre- Ordained destiny. You have a pre-established expected end. God already made plans for you. There's an expected end for your life and your goal in life should be to arrive at God's overall expected end while accomplishing what he sent you to this planet to accomplish along the way. And so I'm going to get to God's overall expected end, but along the way, I'm supposed to do some stuff and I'm determined to do whatever God called me to do for such a time as this. Every day of your life, all of this, we're going to learn from scripture. All of this, I'm going to show show you scripture by scripture, by scripture, by scripture. And then I'm going to give you examples. Uh, so every day of your life was mapped out in God's heart before you ever took one breath. I want you to know that every day of your life was already mapped out. There's a book in heaven with your name on it. And every day of your life was already documented in the book before you ever took one breath. And so you are now seeking this divine revelation of what it is that God sent you to this planet to do. God is sovereign. God knows all things. He knows everything. He knows. Matter of fact, David said, you know, my thoughts before I think them. He, he knows your thoughts before you think them. He knows your actions before you take them. He knows your words before you speak them. God knows everything. He knows everything that has happened, everything that will ever happen. God knows everything. So some people think that, uh, that they make their own destiny. I just heard this yesterday. I was watching TV. I don't know what it was about, but somebody said, well, we make our destiny. Like, you know, we make our destiny with our decisions, our decisions and our actions. We make our own destiny. I don't know who that was. I can't even remember what I was watching yesterday, but I can tell you that that's not true. You don't make your own destiny. Now your decisions and your actions do matter. And let me explain. You're like, well, hold on, brother Pina. If my decisions and actions matter, then, and you're saying that God already, if God already did, did everything, then it doesn't matter. I could do whatever. No, 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 no. Let me explain. So God predestined you. This is Romans 8. I'm going to teach all this. I'm just laying the foundation. God predestined you from the foundations of the world, and he predestined you according to his foreknowledge of your decisions. So for whom he did foreknow, excuse me, then did he also predestinate. So God doesn't have to wait to Thursday to find out what you're going to do on Thursday. And since God already knows what you're going to do before you do it, that according to his foreknowledge of your decisions, he predestined you pre before destined and he before ended you based upon his foreknowledge of your decisions so your decisions and actions, yes, they do matter. God is dealing with you based on your decisions and actions. God is not a puppet master and you're not a puppet and God is not pulling your strings. you get to make your own decisions. It's just that God already knew what you were going to decide from the foundations of the world and so he planned according to that and he- he destined you according to your own decisions. And so, man, is you and God, as God and you is all working together, and I'm gonna teach this thing. This is good. And so God is not forcing you to do anything. Uh, it's just that he already knew what you were gonna do. And so, so, so we're gonna talk about predestination, we're gonna talk about God's foreknowledge, we're gonna talk about all of that. I'm still laying the foundation. Listen, you are a child of destiny. My prayer for you is that you discover it, that you develop in in it, and then you deploy into your purpose, right? That you find it, follow it, and finish. You, you've heard me say that many, many times. So what does this mean for you today? Man, I already said enough. And so let me just give you one scripture for today, and I'm going to pretty much close out with this. What does this mean for you today? I've, you know, I'm just, let's look at Jeremiah 1 and 5. I'm not really going to teach Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1 and 5 today because you know, I'm just laying the foundation. But I want to read this for you. I'm going to read it to you from the King James and also from the Amplified. In the King James, the Bible says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. The Amplified says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated you. I set you apart. I consecrated you. And I appointed you as a prophet unto the nations. So before you were born, as I close before you were born, I'm not going to teach on this. I'm just going to tell you three things before you were born. One, God knew you. I want you to think about that. God knew you before you were born. Number two, God set you apart. It was like, okay, well this one right here, I need him to do this. This one right here, I need her to do that. God set you apart. And then number three, God gave you an assignment for Jeremiah. It was prophet. You said, "Well, what if Jeremiah would have said, 'No, no,' but God, I want to be—I I, I, want to be a chariot mechanic." You know, what I mean, I—I <laughs> I, I don't know. I just like—I I just like chariots. I just want to be a chariot mechanic. I want to hook up the wheels on the chariot. You know, I—I I, I, want to do some rims on chariots. And listen, fine, you can do whatever you want, but once you discover what God called you to be, if you choose something else at that point, then you are willingly, you are knowingly going against God's purpose. And you are willingly, you are knowingly spending the rest of your life becoming somebody you're not called to be. And so, so once Jeremiah discovered that he was supposed to be a prophet, he was like, dog, and we're going to look at this later. But he was like, I, I'm not ready to be a prophet. Yeah, we, we all go through that process. But God knew you. God set you apart. God gave you an assignment before you were born. And this also means, as I close, one, you're not a mistake. 2 you were born for such a time as this. I want you to know that. You were born for such... You say, some people say, they read the Bible, oh, I wish I was there during Jesus's day. I personally don't. I, I'm glad I wasn't born back then. I like technology. Uh, but, but you weren't born then because you're not supposed to be born then. Some people say, oh, I wish I... Listen, stop. You were born when you were born. You were born where you were born because of why you were born. You were born for such a time as this. This is your season. This is your time. You were born for now. And that means, as I close, the world needs you. The world needs you. We need you to be whoever it is that God called you to be. Stop looking at other people. Don't be jealous of them. If you're jealous of someone else, you are devaluing who God called you to be right? If you're jealous of someone else, you can celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings, but do it without jealousy. Never be jealous of what God calls somebody else to do, because at the end of the day, you're not them and they're not you. And so we need you to be you. It takes all of us to be the church. It takes all of us to to be who it is that God has called us to be so that we can, the Bible says that God places members in the body as it pleases him, and we, we can become fitly joined together. And so we're not lacking anything. Paul said, like, you know, the thumb can't say to the finger. I don't need you. Like the, I can't say to the foot, I don't need you. We all need each other. Now we're not called to do the same thing. We all have different graces and all that. I wish I could sing. (laughs) Guess what? I can't. And so, so it is what it is. And so, but I could do other stuff. And so we all need to come together and just be who it is that God has called us to be. You're not a mistake. Embrace the fact that you're here for such a time as this and the world needs you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Man, I was just laying the foundation today. And this series is going to be good. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. All right, so I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up my life by discovering the plans you made for me before the world began. Everything I need to accomplish your divine assignment is already prepared. You are now preparing me for what you prepared for me you reveal things to me that are past to you, but future to me. And you then expect me to live my life based on that revelation. I declare that I do. I die to everything that does not align with your predestined plans for my life. I even die to my limits. I yield to you. I embrace your grace. I give myself over to you, Father, to be used of you for your glory. I will complete my divine assignment before I die. I will leave a mark in this world that will outlive me. But it won't be me doing it. It is you, Father, living in me. You give me the words and you perform the work. So this is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you want me to all those little nuggets I gave you today. You want those notes? Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button on the top right corner. Click on it, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So listen, I love you. God loves you more. This is a brand new series. I'm excited about it. I want you to go into this day with your heart open to receive. God loves you. I love you. Walk into this day as destiny's child. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.